0: Good morning and welcome to the podcast. I'm Casey with the Lawrence Garden Farm and today we will be sharing uh, something that we like to use on spider mites inside of our home and kind of how we deal with that and treat that. We're also going to talk about a highly um, antioxidant plant that we have growing in the garden as of right now. We'll share what that is and how to use it. So let's get started today. Um, You know, I love having plants in the house. I, I just love being surrounded by plants anywhere. Um, we only have like a, at the most four to six month growing period, if you're including the cold crops, because <laughs> four months really for a lot, most of everything that's already in our garden. Um, so, I always have to have plants in the house. I love being surrounded by it. We also have a greenhouse that really contributes to um, our our garden fix during those cold months and helps us um, grow more stuff for our spring garden and live amongst the plants during the cold seasons. But really, before the greenhouse, we actually grew everything inside of our house. And we would have, like, folding tables up throughout the whole house. And we have a lot of sun that comes in through our windows. This is why we were able to do that. Um, Our main uh, sunroom is like our dining and main living space actually. So there's windows along the whole um, south, west and north side, kind of completely making a big cube of windows. So it brings in a ton of sunshine. So we literally just kinda like move our furniture to the side and we would use our dining table and we would put up folding tables and we would bring pallets in to hold our containers that we would pot up before it was warm enough. I mean, it was literally a greenhouse inside of our house and it smelled amazing. You know, like the smell of soil, I love it. I. I just link that with my upbringing and um, naturalness outside in the garden. And um, it just always smells amazing, the smell of a greenhouse. Um, I'm sure you guys all know whether you have a greenhouse or not, or just love going to the garden center and taking in a big (sighs) smell and you smell the soil, the plants and Um, So that's what we would always smell in our house. But then we added a greenhouse, which was so needed because we couldn't we couldn't live in our house for a few months because a lot of things need to get started in February. So that would be like three to four months just inside of the house. And then it's like, okay, well, where do we sit? Where do we eat? You know, so that's kind of it kind of caused a little, little bit of a problem as we continue to keep growing more and more of our own plants for our garden. So now that we have a greenhouse, it's really nice. But I also love being, being able to live with plants surrounding me. And I'm sure a lot of you guys are that way. And they're so good for the air too. I mean, if you're listening here, you love gardening. So, you know, and, and it's, just, it's just so much fun to have the plants in the house. So we have this wall in our house in the sunroom. And it kind of breaks up the window wall. And it's where we have our potting bench. And our potting bench is where we always seed start a lot of things. Even though we have a greenhouse, we still do some inside of the house. So above this potting bench, we have, I I actually got this year, um, this huge round wire, wire rack with these small little shelves that you can put whatever you want on it. And when I saw this wire rack, I'm like, this would actually be awesome to host like a ton of plants. So it looks like this big piece of plant art on the wall. And I mean, it does now like it it looks so beautiful. And then we have these other uh, plants that are, you know, in our in our windows that like grow up and down and um, they're just amazing. So um, the one thing that we deal with inside of the house are spider mites. And a lot of times spider mites come on mainly because the larvae is within the soil or it's somewhere, you know, somewhere on the leaf or, you know, wherever you bought your plants from, there's always going to be something that you're trying to get off of your plants because they want to feed on it. You know, they really want to eat your plants. So the one thing that we always have trouble with are spider mites. And spider mites come on because, you know, you're not constantly wetting the leaves. So the If you're keeping your plant completely dry and you're not giving it a little plant bath in your sink every week and you're doing more of a watering through like a water plate on the bottom so you're bottom watering it, that can cause spider mites because the greenery is staying pretty dry. So it's like perfect conditions for spider mites to be like, hey, I, I found a really nice dry home it's, it's cozy, it's dry, we got unlimited food. So, I mean, I don't blame these little guys, you know, they got it made on these plants. But I don't like how my plants are looking because of these spider mites. And they're just going to eat it up and they make it look crazy and I just don't want them around. And it's in my house, you know, ew, got to get rid of those. I don't like spiders. I like spiders, but I don't like spiders, What I mean by that is spiders outside in your garden, the larger spiders, they're actually extremely beneficial in the garden because they eat a lot of the bad bugs that eat on and feed on your plants. Um, But these little mites, no. Mites are completely different to spider mites. So um, those guys have got to go. So what we've actually been using for the past few years inside of the home is organic and it's called trifecta, crop control. And it's super expensive. So I'm just going to disclose that right now. It's like super expensive. But it's one of those things that like we've used that's completely safe, all natural, and doesn't have a chemical smell. It still smells, but it smells more just like... um, natural. It just has like this really like natural smell. Like you don't get, you know what I mean, chemicals just have a hint, you know, like outside for organic gardening, we use Monterey. And Monterey to me still has a little bit of that smell. So with the trifecta crop control, it doesn't, it has more of like that pure natural kind of a smell. Like a ton of like, you know, herbal remedies placed into one kind of a thing. But I'll tell you what, this stuff works. It works and what's really cool is that um you know, using it in the side of the house, so you don't get like that icky chemical smell and it doesn't burn the plants. So we have plumosa ferns inside of the house. I love them. They can trail up, they can just kind of fall over and down. They're really like feathery and and green and they love it like darker. They can take some sun, but they like it darker. They thrive And they look really like um, more of like a, a, like you'd see them in a fairy garden. Like that's how like dainty and like, they just have this feeling. I can't even describe it, but they look so pretty, but they're very prone to spider mites. It's like, they love them. So those have them as well. So what I normally do is I give them a nice little sink bath, but now that it's warm out, I think they'll be getting a bath outside instead in a and what I mean by a bath is you know kind of cleaning off the upper and lower parts of all of the leaves and making sure like any excess of like old leaves and um debris is kind of like cleaned off of there, and plus you're also like washing off those spider mites. So even though you're washing them off, you're still going to be left with some on there that you may not see at that moment. And you also may be left with some of the larvae. So even though you wash it off about, you know, a week later, they're going to be back. They're like, hello, honey, I'm home and I'm here to kill your plants. Ooh, You know, and it's just like so frustrating. I'm like, didn't I, didn't I clean you off last week? You're supposed to be gone, you know, and when you're maintaining two acres of fresh food and flowers and healing herbs, it kind of gets a little hard to have to every week give your indoor plants so much loving and care, you know. Like in the winter months, I'm just like, yeah, let's it's bath time, baby, you know, but like <laughs> in the summer I just I just don't have time for that, you know. So um what we use is the trifecta crop control, and I actually find it on Amazon and it's like i said it's expensive so we usually do the four ounce high concentrate and mix our own they do now i notice have a pre-mixed spray already mixed for you Um, but that it was actually it was just as expensive as the four ounce high concentrate to where i'm pretty sure you could get quite a few mixes in with the high concentrate compared to the actual pre-mixed bottle so you'd be better off doing the high concentrate But what I love most about this is that it doesn't burn my plants and that plumosa fern can be burnt easily. So I did try the Monterey that we use outside on our plants organically on one of my plumosa ferns in the house, but I did it outside because it has a weird smell. And when I did it, it burned the whole plant. The whole plant turned brown. It now actually has two growing leaves on it that are green so it's popping back but I know it was the spray because right after I sprayed it turned brown and it wasn't in the sunlight I kept it in a really shady space after I sprayed it because that's another thing too when you're using a lot of different sprays that are organic a lot of times if sun hits it it can burn your plant so that's why a lot of times if you're using things that are organic you should always do it at the end of the day um that way like there's no sun to interact with those ingredients and plus also the bees have kind of gone to bed a little bit by that time so you're not bothering the pollinators and as long as something organic is dry it won't upset the pollinators and always be sure to check that because you don't want to disturb the pollinators we need them we really need them so yeah that's what we use so that's what i'll be doing this week is kind of playing around with some of my house plants i'll probably make a video on this for our youtube channel we've actually been putting up quite a few videos um, we'd like to be able to put up a few more on there there's just so much to share this time of year that we may actually save some videos even for the winter time be- just space them out because everybody's so busy this time of year like i'm sure all of you don't have a ton of time to watch YouTube videos. That's why you're listening to a podcast so you can do get stuff done while listening, you know. Um, And that's kind of like, you know, how we are too. We don't really watch a lot of content anywhere. Like we're just too busy between the garden, the kids, other jobs and you know, family and you got to have some fun too, you know, like throw that fun in there. And it's like, all of a sudden you're like, oh, yeah, I don't have time to watch anything, (laughs) which is kind of good. You know, it's good because then that means you're really in the zone and you're living in your present moment. And that's important. It's very important. So what I'd also like to talk about today is a very highly antioxidant plant, and that is called Nigella. So I may be pronouncing this wrong. Maybe it's nigella, maybe it's nigella, maybe it's nigella. I'm going to say nigella. And we've been actually growing nigella for quite a while. And I bought the seed a few years ago. And every year it keeps volunteering itself. So I'm like, why did I buy this? Like, I'm pretty sure I bought it because I love its blue flower. It creates the most true light blue flower It's so cute. It's like a little like star cup and it's adorable, but it doesn't last long. And then it ends up seeding out so fast. And then those seeds drop, which volunteer for you right away and the following season, which is awesome. It keeps growing back the patch that we seeded a few years ago. And I'm just kind of like, you know, this thing, it just keeps, you know, coming back and coming back and coming back. There must be some amazing health property of this plant that you know, our our creator created this plant to make it come back so much. It must be something good for us, you know? It must be really something good for us. And if you are ever bothered by weeds, start looking up the weeds that grow in grow in your yard. You're gonna find like, why are why are people killing their weeds? Like you're finding out that weeds are so beneficial and they come back so much. So there's gotta be a reason, right? Like there's gotta be a deeper reason to this. But anyways, let's get back to Nigel. <laughs> I can get off track on a lot of things Um, so you may also know it as black cumin and the seeds are actually what's high in antioxidants so the flower doesn't last long so it starts off like this small little blue flower keeps opening and then it starts creating like these little like black buds on the inside which then turn into the black seeds And black seeds are always high in antioxidants. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, so we've been growing this plant for how long, right? And (laughs) I haven't looked further into it. I have found that the more I'm looking into the plants that I've always grown and the new plants that I'm growing, that for the longest time, I have been what I call surface gardening what does that mean, right? I've been gardening on the surface. Like I've been gardening just because that's what you do in gardening. You grow things because they're pretty or they attract beneficials or for food and um, mixing into the food that you cook and, you know, all these things that are just, that's, and and I'm finding that that's just really surface gardening. Like, I'm like, how, how come I have not been looking deeper and further into the plants that I'm growing? Like, what where was I? Like, I, I feel like I had the, this crazy awakening a couple of years ago. And like, since then, everything has been like opening up. Everything has been a step, a level of learning. And whether that's in life, personally, whatever, this year, it's in the garden. And and I'm just like, I can't even wrap my head around this. I'm like, oh my god, I've been growing these things for years. And they do What? It's crazy. So I hope that I can encourage you to start just looking up even the most basic things. Like, take a look at basil for crying out loud. Oh my goodness. Crazy. Start, I mean, just look up like the most random things you're growing. And it's just, it's so awesome. It's so awesome that these things are here for us. They're here for us. I also then went on and read and I did like some research. I I Googled some research because, you know, I'm I'm new to this and I am hungry for the information. I am at the point where I am hungry for this information because I I haven't had this much excitement in gardening in a really long time. And the reason why is because I've always just done what I was taught. You know, I've actually been teaching myself about organic gardening because I wasn't brought up with that knowledge and how to become more sustainable and how to reuse, you know, and compost and, um, and make your own like fertilizers and bug controls and all this stuff. You know, it's been a huge learning curve, but nothing has gotten me as excited as deep diving into these plants. It's awesome. I mean, it is just so awesome so let's kind of go over a few things that like i looked up and researched and and take a look at some of the things that this plant does so it's high in antioxidants which anytime i hear that i'm like all right i gotta have it right so if from the for the future if i'm going to add more plants to the garden if if it says high in antioxidants, I'm like, okay, yeah, we got to start seed start that we got to put that in the garden. um, And then we got to figure out how we're going to use it. So some of the other things with the Nigella or better known as black cumin um, is that it may alleviate inflammation. And I think that's amazing. Because um, when I was only like 26, um, I was told that I have rheumatoid, arthritis in my left knee. I've always had a bad knee due due to like, every time I ever hurt myself when I was a kid, it was always to like this one knee, right? So (laughs) I was told that, you know, but I was just like, no, I'm not taking any medicine. They wanted to push medicine on it, right? So I'm like, no, I'm not taking any medicine for that. I'll just rough it, rough it out. I'm not even one to take Advil unless like the pain is just like, I just can't take it anymore, you know? Um, So it's just kind of like, I try to find different ways to help myself, especially with something like that. And I know that sometimes, you know, like it's it's unbearable to where you have to take medicine. I know that they make medicine for reasons like that, but if there's any way that I could try something before doing that, you know, it's always worth a try. So another thing is always, um, oh, or another thing on the list is it is that it can help regulate blood sugar levels. So I didn't deep dive into this um, benefit, but I'm almost assuming that that may possibly help with those that have diabetes. Um, I'm not sure, but that was my automatic like thought when I when I wrote that down. And there's a lot of different things that do help with diabetes. That that's one thing that keeps popping up with all of these plants, and it's it's not that it's like the cure all. I mean, who knows? Maybe it is. You know, I don't know. Um, But, you know, it's always worth looking into what else you could try. But if you're on medicine, obviously, like, always ask your doctor. But I do feel like a lot of times doctors don't want to look into that. But there are some that are willing to or that do, you know, which would be really awesome to find one of those. Um, It may also lower cholesterol, and it may possibly have cancer fighting properties. So this was kind of like, this is actually something that I've also found when um, when researching a few other plants. Um, one in particular was mugwort. <clears throat> it was said to like um, possibly help um, fight against cancer. So like these different properties. And there, when I looked into it, there were actually studies done Showing that they've been doing studies based on, you know, different types of medicines that are used for fighting cancer. And then there's different types of medicines that they created using mugwort and did a test. And you can look up those test results, but they were finding that it was actually helping. So it really makes you kind of like wonder, you know, I'm not saying if you're getting diagnosed, don't take the medicine or the treatments and then just go grow mugwort. I'm just saying, you know, you know, let's just be open. Let's just be open and learn because there really aren't a lot of studies that are, you know, um, being done, like not as many that are being done for medicine that's just being created. So I, I always really want to deep dive into these plants a lot because I would really like to start creating things and trying things on my own because we all have our own ailments that we deal with every day. And ailments only meaning like, you know, like maybe you're tired or brain fog or you have arthritis or joint pain, or you have constant headaches or mood swings or bad cramps or like a colitis or Crohn's or you know, I mean, like the list goes on, like anxiety, depression, I don't know, one of those things, you know, everybody's dealing with something. If you're not like, I applaud you, let me know what you're doing. <laughs> but you know, there's always something, everybody always has something or a stomach ache or whatever, you know, so or cold, colds, you know, so it's always something, you know, what's crazy is that since school let out, there have been no colds, every, it, It never fails. When the kids are in school, it's like there's constant colds. And and I always ask my kids, I'm like, are you washing your hands? Like all you have to do is wash your hands. And then they're like, Yeah, we wash our hands. And I'm I'm like, Do I believe them? Are they not cleaning the surfaces? Or are my kids just lying to me? (laughs) It's like you just don't know. But yeah, it's been wonderful since they've been out because we don't get colds. And I know you're like, it's summertime, but we just got a cold in May, like when it was hot out. And I'm just like, there's no reason why we should have a cold. So I just always feel like, you know, the different ways that you can help yourself. And, you know, we take vitamins. Um, I don't take a ton every day. I actually am a person that can't take a ton. I end up getting kind of sick. So I really try to get my nutrients through my food. And learning about these plants and different ways that we can use them really kind of you know, helps you kind of get excited about the different ways of adding things to your body. Like I really like don't look at things anymore as like, oh, it doesn't taste good. I don't want that. Now I'm looking at at it more like I don't really care what it tastes like. If that's doing it, I'm going to put this into my food or I'm going to ingest this. I'm going to do that. You know, obviously, like knowing that it's good and it's okay to ingest, (laughs) you know, you don't want to put anything in your body that isn't supposed to be ingested because there are certain things that are only supposed to be topical. So always look into that further too. So, you know, the way that they use this nigella is that they grind the seeds and they use like a coffee grinder, which, you know, we have. So... Um, I'd almost want to get like a grinder just for seeds though, because I would hate to have them get like a coffee flavor. I think that that would be terrible, especially if you're mixing it in your smoothie. So that's definitely one way you can use it is mixing it in your smoothies. I, um, every morning I drink like 12 to 16 ounces of celery juice. And that really helps. That's been helping with like um, my stomach issues and stuff. And it really just kind of like cleans me out, you know, it just really like, it's, it's very like great plant, a great vegetable to ingest and take. And, you know, and I always try to start off with that at first. Like I follow that, um, medical medium and I love like, um, I know a lot of people are kind of like, Oh yeah, like that doesn't work. It's like, did you, have you ever tried it? Like last year I was having stomach issues again and I get like flare ups and stuff. And, um, I went on like the cleanse and, which kind of creates a little bit of a flare up on its own. But then after like that first two weeks, it's like then all of a sudden it's like you're in the clear, you have so much natural energy, you don't need all this coffee, and you're in like a good mood. And it's just like you you feel like a lighter, newer person. And, and it's amazing. Um, so I'm kind of like trying to gradually add that into my daily right now. And um, I think like if you try it, like it's it's so, oh my gosh, I can't even explain it. But I know it's hard because I've talked about this already about, you know, in one of the last podcasts, how, you know, we're surrounded by like good tasting foods and stuff. So it's not always the easiest to, you know, pump celery juice into your body. <laughs> it's not the best of flavors, but if you take it right away in the morning before you put anything else on your palate, it isn't really that bad. So, um, and you want to do it like purely just that. If you can't stand it, then maybe add a little flavor of something else. I don't know, maybe like an apple or whatever, but really it's supposed to, it's meant to just be taken like purely. So yeah, so that's kind of what we are done talking with today. So I just wanted to go over, you know, our our house plants with spider mites and go over nigella, which is also known as black cumin. And kind of hoping that like I inspired you guys to maybe try a new plant in your garden or maybe to even look it up and or try seed starting it um, it's super easy to directly sow like you don't really need to pre-seed start it and then plant it into the garden just directly sow it um, that's that's the best way and ours comes in super heavy it looks like a ground cover well I think we're going to have to show a video on this because it's really cool looking so all right well I hope you guys enjoyed listening today. And uh, we'll be back again soon. So thank you so much. We'll see you next time.